Hi, Fat Faces. In today's episode, we'll be talking about family dynamics, diet culture, and diet talk, and New Year's resolutions. If any of these subjects are triggering to you, you may want to skip today's episode, and we'll see you on the next one. We love you. I'm Amanda. And I'm Erin. We've got fat faces. And we've got some feelings. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi, Erin. Welcome back. It's 2019. 2019. And we are at Erin's abode. We are. Being attacked lovingly by her cat, Ned. No better feeling in the world. That's right. That's right. Have we recorded here together before? Never. Oh my goodness. This is our first time. It's a firstie. It is a (laughs) It is a firstie. It's a firstie for our second season. Now season two. Welcome to season two of Fat Face Feelings, the podcast. Dun dun dun. <laughs> if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, we are two women who are lightly acquainted with each other. Very lightly. We barely know each other. It's true. I don't even know why I'm here. Um, it's pretty awkward. <laughs> it's the whole, our whole podcast is just us getting to know each other. Yeah, no. No, we we call ourselves two besties journeying towards fat liberation. Would you say that's still true, Amanda, in season two? Uh, yes, that's still very true, Erin. Still concur. besties. Yeah, still be- <laughs> yes, still besties, still journey- journeying towards fat liberation. Preach. Yes. Preach it. I affirm everything you have said. Thank you. You're welcome. I've missed your affirmations. Oh, well, honey, we're back for another season full of affirmations, validations, oh. confrontations. So many. So many. I mean, well, I don't know if we, I don't know how many confrontations we're going to have, but. We're confronting the world. That is true. So. That is true. Anyways, this has been a really stellar introduction to this episode. It has. We didn't plan anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's kind of uh, par for the course for us, and hopefully it's why you like us still. Um, But we're really excited to be back after the holidays. Mm -hmm. The last time we spoke, it was before Thanksgiving. It was. Well, I mean, not us personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. We are are not just, like, people who, like, know each other because of a podcast, So, yes, we do. We do get together and we do give hugs and loves and cuddles Mm -hmm. outside of the microphone. That's true. Yes. We do not capitalize our whole friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, even so, for those Mm -hmm. almost two months, I guess, Mm -hmm. probably I feel like I saw you less than I normally would have. Or maybe it felt that way because both of us not at the same time at two different times took trips back to arkansas Mm -hmm. and to the south again you went to arkansas and oklahoma right yes yes and so that just made it feel longer that's true not being with you that's true um yeah so we talked about this like in our last episode before we ended season one so if you recall and if you don't recall go back and listen to it that's delightful yeah especially if you're new to the pod go back to season one you have so many episodes of delightfulness to get to know us Mm -hmm. um and the wonderful people we've interviewed all last season one um but what was really cool and what i'm really excited about before um the holidays got us (laughs) we went to portland well i guess it was in between the holidays because you went home to arkansas for thanksgiving you came back and then we had a little bit of time and then you and i 
somehow snuck away for like a few days to Portland. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the next, like, I guess over the next few months, we'll be releasing our Portland episodes of all the wonderful people that we met in Portland. Yeah. Um, So that'll be cool. Everybody, you know, look forward to that. But um, yeah, so that was kind of our holiday was like, that was like the past November and December was basically, we saw each other. I think like maybe one other time and then we went to Portland together and then I was gone for about a week and a half and then we just saw each other on New Year's. We celebrated the New Year together. Mm-hmm. Welcomed in this 2019. Yes, we did. Well, I will say, um, I know we'll talk more about the Portland trip. We'll talk more about the holidays, but um, I am more excited than ever to be doing this podcast with you like season one was really fun yeah and it was a huge growing experience for us and a yes. lot happened yes but um I feel like 2019 is our year to um you know I I'll talk more about my word for the year or my phrase for the year Ooh. later but um I think it's our year to like Explore even more, be even more bold, be even more, um, sorry, we're getting distracted by the cat. And I'm really excited about that. How do you feel, Amanda? Yeah, I really enjoyed, um, putting together this collage on our Fat Face Feelings account to kind of like at the beginning of 2019, just sort of, uh, collecting together all the images um well not all but like images to represent like these different events and recordings and um there was so so much um it was really overwhelming um I felt I I really want to hear this word or phrase you have for 2019 but what I felt for 2018 was just gratitude Mm. um I felt a lot of gratitude for 2018 um for two uh, just, you know, <laughs> two, uh, Arkansas transplants living in Seattle and to, um, just kind of have this idea that, Hey, we want to do this thing and then to do the thing and then to be as well received as we've been, as we have been to be, have, to have the interviews, the interactions, cause it's not even, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I really hope that this comes across when people listen to our interviews, but like, I just feel so lucky when we are in an interview with people and like the, the, the vulnerability, the intimacy that's shared. And, and I mean, it truly like, we're not like, we're not like trying to create this. Like we just, we're in space with people. We get there with people and we're just so lucky that, you know, most of the people, I would say like 99% of the people we interview Mm -hmm. meet us where we're at and we meet, we meet them where they're at. And there's like this beautiful connection and, it just, I don't know, like, they're, they're really special. And I know, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously biased because it's, it's our, our interview, our creativity with the people that we're, you know, interviewing with, but it's just, it's magic. Mm. It's really magical. And I just feel a lot of gratitude for the um, people, especially for the people that um, we interviewed and who were able to join us in those moments. And obviously for the listeners and people who like have um just gotten to know us and talk to us and send us messages and I don't think you or I could have ever 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 in our wildest dreams expected to be as well received as we have been um and we haven't even been a we haven't even been a thing for a year yet and that that's what was crazy about 2018 is that like we didn't come into Maine until like I think sometime in February or March. Yeah, we 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 bought our domain name in February. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but we didn't release any podcast episodes until May. Yeah, so. exactly. I know we were on Instagram though before that. That's true. So that's why I think about like Instagram is when we kind of started. Yeah. But you're right. But podcast wise, like yeah, we didn't nothing happened until May. And so I just, I feel a lot of gratitude for 2018 for, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think you really set that up well. Cause I think as we've been thinking about the future mm-hmm. of what this is, what it could be, what we hope it will be. Um, you know, we've said many times, like we're sharing our genuine stories. Mm-hmm. Like we're sharing what's actually happening to us on our journey. And what we've realized is like, 
there are so many people on this journey um, in different ways and different capacities with so many stories. And um, we're really privileged to be able to share some of those with you because we feel like let's, let's have a symphony of these stories. Let's, you know, let's add to the noise of fat people who are doing the things and um, doing the work and, and living incredible lives because that's not the current narrative in the world. Mm-hmm. And so we're really excited to kind of, yeah, add, add to the voices in the world. Yeah. Grow the community, make the voice, make our voices louder, make our collective voices louder. Um, yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, there's a couple things that we do want to talk about today. First of all, um, I know we don't want to spend a ton of time on this just because why well, spend a ton of time on the past in this moment. Right. But, um, how was how was the holiday season for you? Give me a little breakdown. Yeah, um, I know I, I listened to our holiday episode. Um, I think you reposted it. On our, on our, we, you could find us on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> that face feelings. Um, and so Erin posted, reposted the holiday episode, I think like right before Christmas or something. And, um, I was like, yeah, I want to listen to that again. Um, so after I got home from, from Christmas, I listened to it. And, um, also like, here's a secret. And I, I do this for real. If I miss Erin, I listen to a podcast and it makes me super happy. <laughs> I, get to hear, I get to hear me talking to Erin. <laughs> uh, true story. Um, so like I'm, I'm listening to this podcast, um, cause I hadn't seen you in like two and a half weeks. That was part of the reason why I went to listen to it. Um, and, uh, I was, but I was listening to us read through that list, um, talking about how I love a list and talking about, you know, we go through all these points and then we talked about, um, emotional labor and you defined what that was again, go back and listen to it. If you didn't hear it, it's, I mean, it's a good episode. Um, it was so interesting. Like once you go there and we talked about it, like, even though we talked about it, we logiced it out and we said like, this is fucking hard. There's a lot of emotional labor put on us to like try to um, protect ourselves as best we can. And even though we process that, you know, in the moment when you're in it, it was like a lot of that stuff kind of flew out the window a little bit. Um, You know, I I am lucky enough to have a therapist. And so I processed with um, my therapist before I went on vacation you know, like, which, fa- how do you feel about, you know, like, how are you, how, what are your feelings about this family member? What are you going to do to protect yourself here? Or how do you protect yourself or like to take care of yourself here? And basically everything that I had sort of like, in some ways prepared for, were not really the things that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. I, I talked to you already a little bit, but obviously I'll say this again for the listeners. Um, So, like, you know, I had all these, like, guards up for my dad, and then I see my dad, and he was, like, not feeling well, and he gives me this necklace from, that he, he went to Africa with his wife, and he brought back, like, he brought me back this necklace that had an elephant on it, and it's, like, all handmade, like, glass beads, and, um... The elephant trunk had broken on the necklace, which I already sent it to, to our girl, Ashley Clifton, who's working on it as we speak. Um, but like he gives it to me and he, you know, he's not feeling well. And um, he obviously is like super upset that the necklace broke and he knew it had broken. He said, I almost didn't give it to you because it broke. And he's like, and I didn't want to give you a broken necklace. He said, but I bought this for you. And like, my dad hasn't given me anything in years. Like Mm -hmm. I cannot remember the last time he gave me something. So that was really disarming for me. And he was sick (laughs) and he was like real vulnerable Mm. and sweet. And I was like, this is not the person that I prepared for. Um, But I was still like being really distant. I wasn't really engaging with him. I just, you know, and and part of it was like, I'd number one, the plan I had is 
I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go out of my way to please him or to like make him feel like he's a good father, you know? So I was keeping my distance and I did that, but I mean, him not feeling well and him giving me that necklace and, you know, obviously feeling so bad and sincerely upset that it was broken was like, uh, 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 I don't, I had so many like immediate feelings. I was like, this is not what I expected. You're doing like a double take. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Um, which that doesn't really have anything to do with like, um, you know, fat shaming or diet talk or, but like, that's just part of like the complexities that is us. Cause not everything is about our weight, you know, but it's, so it's like, that's part of like the holidays is just dealing with those real difficult family relationships um or app or lack of family relationships right you know um so that kind of was a situation and then what's so interesting is like i there was definitely the most diet talk that i encountered was with my husband's family um and there was just Uh, there was a new relationship and in this I'm being kind of vague because it's like I don't want to name names you know but it's like a new relationship and the 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 new person was just saying lots of very like very diet culture-y body shaming things um and because they were new and I had no relationship with them at all that was disarming Cause I was like, I don't know how to handle this. Cause like, they're not, I have no relationship with them whatsoever. I was more annoyed, but I didn't feel personally attacked or it wasn't directed at me, Right. but it was just hearing it in my proximity was like, okay, all right, this is annoying. But it's like, again, no relationship. There was nothing there. Like, you know, if I would have said something to, you know, to him, he wouldn't have like, he wouldn't have stopped. You know? Right. Because, I mean, maybe he would have. I don't know. That might not be. But it was just, like, I don't know. And so I didn't want to waste my energy. Yeah. So that was a scenario I didn't plan for. <laughs> wow. I know. And then um, the only other the, the only other thing I really dealt with while being gone was, um, like, having um, my, my husband's aunt go on this rant about infertility. And it was the weirdest, it was the weirdest fucking thing because she asked me something about having a baby because that's what people do in the South, especially when you're going to make a child. Um, Now that you're married, you check that box. Right? Like, and me and my husband just had our five-year anniversary. So she's like, where's that baby? And uh, I was explaining to her like what PCOS was. And I've never, honestly, in my life, I've never met a 50-ish year old woman who didn't know what PCOS was. Hmm. So that was interesting. But wow, again, yeah. didn't plan for that conversation. No. And so I had a lot of, like, of those experiences. Like, you know, I, th- I thought about a few things. I had planned a few things. I did a lot of good self-care, like, especially my husband's family, which, you know, I nothing nothing dramatic happened they're just it's not my family I get really uncomfortable sometimes and there can be a lot of weird tension at times so I just every evening I went and sat in a dark room for like an hour two hours (laughs) just to like decompress and just have time for myself so I did that a lot and it was really really helpful for me um but yeah it just really shows that like you can try to logic all this stuff out but you just really have no clue what's going to happen. So really, like, at that point, you know, I guess is where I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. But it's like once you have those experiences that you did not plan for, do not know how to react to or, or feel unsure. And so you freeze up, which that's what I do. If I, if I don't know, I just kind of freeze. Yeah. Um, it's the self-care part of it. Like. What do you do for self-care? Also, this might be TMI, but you guys are all here for TMI, right? (laughs) Um, I also had like a funky fungal infection that happened on my booty. And that was like, if I'm like, you know, in Arkansas, in Oklahoma, like, you know, I'm like, got something crazy going on on my backside. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my God. So I was just like laying in bed and I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. My butt hurts. <laughs> I'm emotionally exhausted. Ugh. So I was definitely having like a, a, the feels. Um, 
But, you know, I took care of it. I bought what I needed. I, you know, my husband tended to my backside as well. And so everything, you know, I just took... thanks, Brantley. Hashtag yes. Thank you, Dr. Underwood. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, I... I, So I'm proud of my self-care. I'm proud that I sat in that dark room. I'm proud that I, you know, bought fungal spray for my ass. Like, I'm proud that I took care of myself. Um... And I got to take two baths because my, my husband um, got us a, a nice room with like a big tub one night. Mm-hmm. So we had a break one night that was just for me and him for our five-year anniversary. And I got this big old jacuzzi tub. So I got to soak in that. So it's like I got I got a lot of self-care. And that's what I'm proud of because I'm not good at self-care. So that was that was good. Um, but yeah. Erin. Would you like to talk? <laughs> I know. I just like blah, 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 blah. Love it. Um, so many feelings. My fat face is just full of it. Well, and a lot of that stuff I haven't um, had a chance to hear yet. So I know. I'm so to... That's probably why I'm just like blah, 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 yeah. blah, because I literally have told you nothing. Yeah. So, Erin. Um, yeah. What about you and your holidays? You know, um... When I went to Arkansas for Thanksgiving, I think it's so interesting to hear you talk about that and kind of you're not being prepared. I think there were some things that I was I was blindsided by as well. Um, yeah. And um, I, I'm not going to go into specifics, sure. but, you know, family is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, um, I think there we all know this right family is hard to begin with for a lot of people mm-hmm. family is hard at the holidays especially because one you're pro- likely in closer quarters than you normally are yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um and two the holidays bring about a lot of expectations that often go um unmet mm-hmm. and a lot of stress mm-hmm. about doing certain things or having certain things a certain way and all of that just creates this perfect cocktail of dysfunction Mm -hmm. and you know we do the best we can we do the best we can and I was proud of myself and the way that you know when situations arose with my family in Arkansas I for the first time decided to just take myself out of it Mm -hmm. normally I would stay in the thick of it and try to you know you know like punch my way out and this time I said you know what I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing my husband and his well-being and I'm taking us out of it and taking us to a safe place and I feel like that was a really good choice for me um and um yeah and I think um, the holidays here in Seattle as well. So we spent time with my in-laws because they're all here in Seattle, which is awesome. You know, it we we put up probably some more firm boundaries than we have in the past. And that was really helpful, I think, um, of just... It was helpful for... For keeping our sanity and keeping our well-being. Yeah. Um, to, to strengthen those boundaries a little bit. Um, and it made the time together actually more enjoyable, I think, to be yeah. honest with you. Knowing that there was going to be a boundary on it, you know. Um, now, are these boundaries, I don't want to go into specifics, yeah. but like, are these boundaries that like you and your husband, Wayne, you and Wayne talked about like you just knew for yourselves like, these are our boundaries or these are boundaries that you talked to the in-laws about they are boundaries that Wayne and I just the two of us cool uh planned and set together and and decided on and so that was good and I feel like that's always a, a good thing too when we create boundaries together like it definitely brings our relationship closer together mm-hmm. um Wayne and I are also both very very sensitive to the diet talk stuff and the body talk mm-hmm. and so um 
we were kind of we were on high alert kind of like you said you were yeah kind of like ready for things to happen and I think because we set boundaries specifically with how much time we spent with people mm-hmm. um it didn't come up as much as we thought it might and that huh. was really good wow and so um I feel like I kind of got off easy a little bit this year as opposed to past years Merry Christmas to you <laughs> yeah Happy Merry holidays. Christmas Merry Christmas to us mm-hmm. um I quickly got sick right after Christmas day but that was fine um not a big deal you know how it is, mm-hmm. but got better in time for you to come home to me in Seattle <laughs> and for us to ring in the new year together. Yeah, that was really good. Well, um, I'm really proud of I'm really proud of you and Wayne, especially. I mean, I know the story of what happened in Arkansas, but I'm I'm just really proud of you guys for leaving a situation. I think that's really really hard. I mean, like to choose yeah. yourself over your. I mean, like. You know, we, knowing that, you know, thinking about family systems, um, how complicated they are and how, like, <laughs> strong of a vortex they create around people for you to, you know, purposefully be like, no, th- this is not acceptable. We are going to go elsewhere is huge. Yeah. It's such a big deal. So I'm just so proud of you and Wayne for doing that. Thanks. Yeah. I... This is a little bit off topic, but um, on our last episode, um, we mentioned um, uh, that we were starting to do and explore and create a tradition of doing land acknowledgments. Yeah. And so one thing that Wayne and I got to do when we were in Arkansas is we got to go to the Crystal Bridges Museum in Northwest Arkansas, which I love. So cool. Like, hear me out, an art museum in Arkansas May you may have low expectations, but it is my favorite museum in the country. It's so Folks, beautiful. I've been to New York City. I've been to Chicago. Like yeah. I've been to big cities, San Francisco. Like this is my favorite art museum in the country. So I always try to go. So we went on our last day, mm-hmm. and their special exhibit was Indigenous art. And the way that they did their land acknowledgement was really beautiful. And I appreciated it so much. And it made me happy. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like. That's awesome. Arkansas, you're doing it right. Good job. Good job. Anyways, it's a thing. It's spreading. And I, um, I hope. Some of you listening are exploring what that could mean for you, um, thinking about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. You're not alone in that work. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, Amanda. <laughs> yes, Erin. <laughs> it is the beginning of January. Sure is. 2019. Mm-hmm. And... um we're we're all up on the social media all the time. I mean, it's kind of what we do, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And um, I have found it fascinating the difference in what I've been bombarded with this year on social media versus oh. last year. Have you found a difference? Or well, no? I was not really up on the social media as much last year. Okay. Because okay. I was not okay. doing the fat face feelings. That's true. But uh, this year... It's been a lot. Hmm, I wonder if we've experienced different things. How, oh, I'm really interested what you experienced last year compared to this year. Well, last year and every year before um, was all about, like, you know, putting out your New Year's resolutions of what you're going to do, how you're going to change yourself, how you're going to change your body, mm-hmm. you know, the money you're going to make this year. And I think, you know, we've talked about before our social media diet. And I think that had a lot to do about like who I was following, who I was friends with. Sure. Um, And this year it's been a big difference. I see a lot of people kind of pushing back against that kind of traditional new year's resolutions. Oh yeah. New year, new me type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, not everyone. Right. Not everyone. There's still some of the other stuff in there, but there's a whole lot more because I've changed my social media diet over the year. Yeah. Over this past year. I've, you know, I, I've unfriended 
people I've unfollowed. Yeah. I've started following new people that um, I actually, you know, believe in their philosophies and what they think. And mm-hmm. so I think that's been very interesting for me yeah. to notice that change. What have you noticed? No, I, I've noticed that too. Um I definitely, um, since we've met so many wonderful people, uh, my community is shifting. And so my, especially Facebook, like Instagram is never a problem. Like I don't ever like have an issue with Instagram. But when I think about like problematic social media, I think about Facebook because I'm friends with a lot of people from back home. And that can be problematic every sure. so often. So it's like, yeah, I feel like most of my my Southern friends that are not in uh, fat liberation or body positivity, they're doing the same old, same old, like diet talk, New Year's resolution, going to lose the weight, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then there is a lot of the other side of like, I've seen a lot of people being like, you know, kind of like anti-resolution. Like, I'm not even going to do one. Mm-hmm. Like, screw this. Or they're saying, like, you know, it's okay to stay fat. You yeah. know, stuff like that. And that's really cool. And that's really refreshing. And, yeah, not triggering. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing that I have got, like, I'm just, like, bombarded with every time I get on Facebook is ads for, like, mm. weight loss products, exercise routines. Um, fucking Angela from The Office has, like, have you seen oh this? She's got, like, some sort of, I don't know what it is. It's, like, she's meal prep thing that yeah. she's doing. And, you know, it's it sucks because she's from The Office. Come on. Yeah, and you're, like, you know, everybody, like, has seen The Office and loves The Office. And Angela's hilarious. And then she's got, like, the guy who plays Kevin on there. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, so at first I started watching it because I was, like, what is this? And then I was, like, oh, my God, it's fucking meal prep. So, anyways, that was disappointing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's been a lot of um, having to report these ads. And it just feels like it feels like I reported a few of them. And then all of a sudden, like, I saw, like, four or five of them, like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I was, like, I said, I don't want to see these anymore. Okay, so back up for a second, Sorry. though. So for anyone who doesn't know what you're talking about, just in case. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, no. So on Facebook, you can, there's the little three dots up in the um, top right corner. Mm-hmm. You can click that and you can say things like, I don't want to see this. And then usually they'll say, why don't you want to see it? Right. And then there's a bunch of... Um, reasons you can say you don't want to see it or you can report the ad for different reasons as well Mm -hmm. so often you know when we see shit like that yes you and i have gotten in the habit and a lot of people i think have gotten in the habit of um, reporting the ads or hiding them Mm -hmm. you know saying i don't ever want to see this stuff again yeah i'm getting all of the noom n-o-m yep i got i got that too somehow i also have ended up on their email list oh and i've been getting like four emails a day for the past week oh dear like i don't check my personal email a whole lot to be honest with you because my work email is quite enough um so I go and check my personal email yesterday. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What <sighs> is all of this? Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, Mm-mm. unsubscribe. Yeah. I did yeah. the unsubscribe like four times. Just is to be that sure. the one? I know. I think it is the one where like they'll pay you to like eat healthy or whatever. I saw another one like that, too. And that was just like, I don't know. It's gross. Like there was I saw this one that was like, um ad that's i i don't i didn't really pay attention to it because i you know i basically like unfollowed it or whatever i reported it so so fast but it was like she weighed blah 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 and then she found this app and now she'll get paid to eat right or something like that and i was like oh i've heard of like diet bet or something oh it's just well here's the thing Mm. it's marketers right and they're doing their job sure they're doing their job. They know that it is the prime time of year when people start thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And people are vulnerable because they've just hopefully survived the holidays. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they're they smart. They're doing what their job is. Unfortunately, you know, their job is a part of the 
horrible diet culture that has plagued us. Yeah, um, and it really is triggering because, like, it is. I was um, I was telling Erin earlier about how um, so I've been struggling with high blood sugar. And, um, I'm like, I'm pre-diabetic and I've been like trying to figure out how to find that balance. But I also do, you know, I practice intuitive eating, which is a much, much healthier, healthier, (laughs) um, way to process, um, food for me. I think for everybody, but I'm not going to (laughs) evangelize, not going to evangelize intuitive eating. But, um, for me, it's been really, really helpful. Um, but like, it's really easy when you've got all these ads flooding at you and all these people on your social media if you you know have people like me if you're from an area of the of the country and then you move somewhere else and you've got two different sets of friend groups that have two different sets of you know beliefs like you kind of get a little bit of the whole diet culture new year's resolution stuff on your social media you get these ads and then you're at the store and you're trying to consciously intuitively shop for your body and buy stuff that will not make your blood sugar go cray cray and it's really easy to suddenly start like for me to start feeling the anxiety and the pressure and the shame and the guilt of diet culture yeah um and I and so it's like you know yeah great job marketing assholes like it works and unfortunately you know it's very damaging yeah for people as I mean I'm sure for you know many many people um, or everybody really yeah. <laughs> you know like um, just to go to that extreme it's not good for anyone um, but yeah for like people that are in the same boat as me that are trying to find this balance it just kind of like adds a bit more complication in and it just reminds you like how hard it is to get away from it diet culture that is yeah Uh, yeah ugh sorry deep deep ugh the (laughs) deep right yeah no yeah the the deepest of all the uggs well so (laughs) I, as I've kind of been thinking about it these past couple of days and watching people, you know, post their 2018 retrospectives and then their hopes for 2019 and seeing a lot of people kind of uh, bucking the system of, of the re- resolution mm-hmm. thing, I feel like, I feel a little bit hopeful. Yeah. And I'm saying that hesitantly because... I hesitate to feel hopeful about this type of thing, but um, I'm feeling hopeful because here's my phrase for the year. I can't wait. My phrase for the year, my theme for the year is no apologies. Oh. And I feel like I, the concept of, of being unapologetic has been new to me and um, introduced to me by the body positive movement. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it has kind of pervaded other parts of my life and has been a really good thing to start thinking about. And I'm really excited to practice it more this year. And I kind of am feeling some solidarity in that from the rest of the world Mm. with people saying, you know what? Fuck making a resolution. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I saw a hashtag was trending New Year, same me. Oh. Instead of New Year, new me, right? Yeah. New Year, same me. I love the idea of that. Like, yeah. Because I, this is what I was feeling really hard. Like, New Year, but I, I am the same me. That's, that's mm-hmm. just the truth, right? But the great part of that is, is like, this is the same me that survived last year. This is the same me that, like, went has been through so much mm-hmm. and has gotten me this far why would i want to be a different me yeah like yeah. not that i don't want to um improve myself in ways that i need to improve which we all have those ways mm-hmm. you know kind of the the inner ways like you know yeah i could probably use a little more patience in life you know like those types of things but like why would i just decide because the calendar flipped from 2018 to 2019 that what I had going on was no longer useful or worthy Mm -hmm. of living. Like, 
Yeah. I'm excited of about what I became and who I became in 2018. And I'm excited to bring that to this year. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So no apologies for me this year. And what is what it's really made me start thinking about, especially when you talked about kind of that difficult day to day struggle of all of these layers of complication just around something that is uh, all about keeping you alive, Mm -hmm. (laughs) eating. Right. Right. Is I feel like this year Every day is going to be a tiny revolution for us. Mm. And I'm like, you're speaking over hand to the Holy Ghost. I'm claiming that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm getting getting church up in here. Okay. Yeah. Tiny revolutions every single day. Because that's, I think, in my mind, that's what it's going to take to get us to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Not only in ourselves, but in our world as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I like that. Well, especially like to hear someone like th- that you in your daily life, you apologize a lot. That's true. I do. You, like, you say I'm sorry quite often. And so for you to say that you're, you know, for 2019, you know, it's like, I ain't going to be sorry. I'm like, ooh, I love that. I love that a lot. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, can I like, um, I mean, I don't know if you even mean like, I don't even, if, if this tra- translates into like you being apologetic, like literally like saying you're sorry as much mm-hmm. as you have. Yeah. But like, are you wanting to work on that? Because I will totally call you on it. Oh. <laughs> or I'll call you in. I'll call yes, you in. Yes, call me in. Call you in. Yeah. I mean, things like, um, here's a simple thing. Mm-hmm. A simple thing that I'm starting to be more conscious of. Um, When I feel the desire or the need to apologize for something Mm -hmm. I'm figuring out how I can instead say thank you. Mm -hmm. So here's an example. Instead of saying to you, Amanda, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm so sorry. My house is so messy and dirty. (laughs) Right. How many times have I said that to you? A lot. Probably can't even count. Right. Instead of saying that, I would want to say to you, thank you so much for like, coming to my house and being comfortable, you know, even though it's not in the best condition, I really appreciate like your grace and patience with Aww. me. Like I would want to say that instead of I love that you just said, I mean, I know you were like practicing, but yeah. I love that. And I, I think that that's, yes, I love that. That's beautiful. So that's like a relational way. Yeah. I want, I want to be unapologetic. Yeah. There's so many ways you can be unapologetic in your life in 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 a good way, right? Like if there are things I need to apologize for, like sure. obviously there are going to be those things. When I make mistakes, yes. When I hurt people, mm-hmm. yes. But um like I'm excited to explore what that is going to be like in practice not only relationally, but like for my body. How what are ways I can be unapologetic mm-hmm. about my body? Uh, the way that it looks, the way that it's taking up space, the, you know. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that. I definitely, um, I mean, I think everybody could, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's somebody out there that's perfected the life of, an or an unapologetic life, but right. I've never met that person. <laughs> I feel like everybody could, you know, we all could learn how to, especially fat people. Yeah. We could all learn, uh, you know, Ugh. and take a daily lesson on how to be a little more unapologetic women yeah <laughs> no it's real like right yeah like female identified fat people mm-hmm. yeah we're probably the the most apologetic yeah no that's that's maybe that's, not the most but we're up there yeah oh i mean you know i i've never felt like i don't i, I don't literally say i'm sorry like the way that you say you're sorry. Um, yeah. I don't feel like I'm apologetic in that way, but I am like super, super conscious of everybody around me 
and where I'm at and, and like what I is my ass covered by my shirt you know like that's the kind of stuff that I want and I and I feel like I've been trying to work on this over 2018 but that's something I'd like to keep carrying over for the rest of my life is just like how to let that that ultra super sensitive consciousness kind of like you know and there's part of me that's like I have to remember that it part of like my gift as a human is that I'm a very conscious empathetic person yeah that's part of what makes me a good therapist but unfortunately having that kind of a gift can also roll over into like now I'm overthinking everything and I'm super self-conscious and I'm like, you know, constantly like picking out like how long my shirt is and like and pulling my pants up and, you know, like who who's looking at me or I mean, and that's 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 the kind of stuff that can be really damaging. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that like I definitely want to work on just like letting go of that a little bit more and a little bit more. You know, I can already tell, though, um, just from. 2018 the work in 2018 um I was looking over I was looking at pictures of myself um over the course of just 2018 and like other years and I feel a lot more like kind to myself than I did before like I see pictures of myself and instead of like and even if I do feel kind of like negative about it for a moment like I'm able to catch myself and kind of go you know but like you know, but like, look at, look how strong you are. Like, look how, like, look what you were capable of doing. Um, look at, you know, especially like when I reflected on 2018 this year, not just for fat face feelings, but for my personal life as well. Um, I was like, damn, I accomplished a lot. My fat body accomplished a lot this year, you know, and that's a really good feeling when I think that in my previous life, <laughs> It would have been, what did I not do? Mm. Where did I not go? You know, how, who did I not please? Um, what did, you know, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the weight I didn't lose or whatever. It's going to be this year. And so it was nice to actually be able to be proud of myself and of my year and of my time. And, um, and I think that's just also like what happens when you get out of your way. Like when we stop fucking focusing on just like restriction, restriction, restriction. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of channeling our, our beloved Catherine hack right now, (laughs) but like you lean into that abundance, you know, a little bit more and it's like, it's okay. You're okay. Food's good. You know, like self-care is good. You're good. Like suddenly it's like you, you have a lot, you're like basically you have so much more energy. Yeah. But it's, it's really like, you really don't, you really didn't, I, I didn't know. I had no idea. You know, like a couple of years ago, I had no idea how much emotional energy I was spending on fretting over my life yeah. and my body and everybody around me. And now that I'm conscious of it, I'm like, Ugh! you know, it's, it's gross and it's held me back. And so it's been really nice to just let that go more and more and more every day. Yeah. Unapologetic. I love it. Yeah. Just shedding it. Yeah. Just... Yeah. And it feels really good. And like you actually feel like when I think about my future, I don't think about losing weight. Like and that's new because I never once, you know, I feel like every year of my life I've been like, you know, oh, this is going to be the year. This is going to be, yeah, I'm going to get it right this time. Right. Um, yeah. New diet, new whatever. Go to Costco and stock up on all that protein shit. Right. Um, today, I actually threw out all my protein bars. Ha ha. ha. Anyways. Because they're disgusting. They're the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have to eat shit. I don't. That tastes gross anymore. Yeah. Just to try to like, you know, lose weight. It's literally insane how much money and time and energy we spend just because of, well, as I see on the Instagram all the time, the fucking patriarchy. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. I, I, I love hearing that from you that you're, you're kind of like, and how I would phrase it is like, you started to let yourself off the hook. Yeah, um, that feels that way. I like, I feel like that's going to be so 
so key for you this year too, as you've talked about kind of this, this new thing that you have to think about with, you know, the, the blood sugar stuff mm-hmm. and kind of that layered situation. Like, I feel like that is what's going to get you through is, is remembering to let yourself off the hook. Right. Yeah, and so I think what's interesting, so, like, your your kind of uh, phrase is, like, unapologetic. And then I feel like mine is I'm trying to work on being unashamed. Yeah. Um, because shame is, like, just a poison in my veins. I mean, it's a poison in everybody's veins, but I've, I feel like guilt and shame are the things that, like, just pull me back into very bad places constantly. And it's yeah. just, it's really potent and powerful in my life. Um and it, you know, so just working on, you know, just being unashamed and like just being okay with being who I am. And, um, you know, one of the things that I've sort of like resolved in my head that I want to do and be more conscious of is that I want to make sure that I'm, um, like, I don't want to split. One thing I noticed when I was doing my 2018, like my personal life and fat face feelings is that there's not a ton of crossover between the two. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like fat face feelings kind of was like this and not, it was never a secret, but I wasn't as public about it as I feel like I should have been. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate saying should because should is shame, but mm-hmm. that's don't how it all over yourself. I just should it all over myself. Yes. And, but I really do feel like I want to be more proactive about, you know, why am I trying to hold this back? Like part of doing fat face feelings is that we want to like, you know, spread the word and build community and, you know, and be more me too's to people. And you can't do that if you're trying to like hide. Um, so I feel like part of me in 2018 was trying to hide. And because I just didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to like, you know, make people think I had turned into this like, crazy liberal person they all said I was gonna do when I moved to Seattle and I guess it was just like I don't want people don't prove them right I don't want yeah exactly because like well because Pete you know like the idea of what a feminist looks like in the south is like you're a wretched wretched nasty woman yep and I am there's a part of me that's been like scared to be seen that way and now I'm like why am I scared mm. like why am I am I'm only ashamed because I was told to be ashamed so, yeah, yeah, for me, 2019 is going to be I want to be more pro- proactive about sharing articles on my actual Facebook page, um, you know, just being more vocal, um, speaking up more to my friends that are not in the fat acceptance, body positive, you know, movement community, just being more vocal and being myself and like taking the two worlds and combine them together because I don't have a reason to be ashamed, but lordy mercies my subconscious thinks i do so yeah. but you gotta call that stuff out you gotta call it forward and you know you just gotta take those baby steps like you were saying i mean you're, you're gonna say it better but it was like one one revelation Is tiny it? tiny revolutions revolutions yes every day a tiny revolution yeah yeah I'm i mean because what that says to me i mean a revolution sounds huge right mm-hmm. like let's create a revolution girl you know the song i got "Mm -hmm." in my head right now you want a revolution i want a revelation (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it Uh, side note i got amanda addicted to hamilton (laughs) finally on our portland road trip i don't know why i'm always like a million years behind everything you do it in your own time baby i i do really like i just do things in my own time but i love it i'm in love with hamilton now yeah but it's good raise a glass raise Mm. a glass to the freedom yes i hope we can even say these words i'm sure it's copyrighted oh gosh lin-manuel you leave us alone (laughs) you know when i when i I just like the phrase tiny revolution and I'm sure millions of people have probably talked about that phrase before because it sounds like something that's kind of buzzwordy. But to me, it evokes something really powerful mm-hmm. of like, it's a revolution because it's changing something inside of you yeah. and it has the potential to change things outside of you, mm-hmm. but it's tiny because it doesn't have to be a world changing act every day. 
it can be one tiny thing. It, mm-hmm. You know, for me, it could be the, the one time that I, you know, didn't apologize about actually I, you know, I need this certain seat at this restaurant because I don't fit in the other one. Mm-hmm. And normally I'd be a profusely apologizing, you mm-hmm. know, like that's a tiny revolution for me. Yeah. Um, you know, a t- what, what would be a tiny revolution for you, Amanda? <sighs> a tiny revolution. I think like even, um, the other day I shared an article on my personal Facebook page. Or, oh no, sorry. Oh, I did share an article, but I shared on New Year's Day, I shared um, Body Posse Panda's, like, little video of her, like, dancing around in her rainbow outfit and, like, booty bumping all these, like, diet talk, like, say no to diet talk or say no to this. And so she basically was, like, coming into the new year, like, saying, like, fuck all this stuff. Yeah. Um, And uh, I put that on my Facebook. And that, to me, was, like, I mean, again, small baby step. But it's definitely a small little revolution because it's just like you're being more, I'm being more honest, being more unashamed, embracing that this is my truth. And yeah, that's, I think that that, like you said, that those little things that go from inside to outside. Um, so the less shame that you carry, the more authentic of a life you can live. Yeah. But I also want to say, as you were talking Um, I think that the reason that we, that we, that we think that we have to do these big dramatic things is because that's what diet culture tells us, Mm. you know, diet culture is these big dramatic changes. You have to clean out your refrigerator, buy all these supplements. Like, you know, you really have to go all out. Yeah. For these quote unquote lifestyle changes. So you'll have your after picture next year. Right. Um, where where I think that when you do something that's really good for you, <laughs> it's a baby step. It's a little revolution. Like one little revolution at a time. That's that is legitimately how things change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not borrowing that from the exercise coach who said, do one little thing a day. And like, you know, over time you'll have big results. It's like, no, because they're just talking about like physical, physical. Mm-hmm. We're I'm talking about, you. yeah, we're talking about like your inner world and yeah, you're going to change. But really what it is is that you're going to become more yourself. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's revolutionary. Yes. Because what the patriarchy and what diet (laughs) culture what they don't want is for you to feel okay with who you are right now Mm -mm. because that will not make them any money yeah (laughs) or give them any power and so it's revolutionary to say oh no i'm actually gonna become more of myself yes i'm gonna go deeper down this hole of who i am and being okay with that yeah because me is awesome you is awesome. You is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we start sobbing. <laughs> no. Um, well, one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, please mention. Just, you know, there's always that one little thing on my mind at the end. <laughs> I always got to get it in there. Get it in. Um, as I've seen, you know, the mix of people making the same old resolutions. Mm-hmm. I want to be you know, 30 pounds down my next year mm-hmm. and the people saying, fuck that, fuck the patriarchy. Right. The, this me is awesome. There is also kind of a third contingent of maybe some people who have said, Oh yeah, this me is awesome. I like this me. I just want to be healthy mm-hmm. in the new year. Um, I just want to say it's okay if you're not, healthy Mm -hmm. if health is something for you that is not attainable in this moment in this year in this decade there's nothing wrong with that that is okay Mm -hmm. where you are in this moment is okay if you are able to come to a place of um, peace with yourself and who you are and what you look like Mm -hmm. Um, that is what's most important. Um, I think we 
often forget about the vast, vast number of people who struggle with health issues um, on a daily basis. And many of them health issues that we never know about because a lot of them are invisible. Yep. Like no one would look at you, Amanda, and know that you have PCOS. Right. You know, Um, or that you struggle with blood sugar issues. Mm -hmm. No one would look at you and know that. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a tendency to forget that putting all this stuff out there about, oh, new year, I'm just going to be healthy all year. Really, um, to me, it feels triggering because I know I... There are health things I'm going to struggle with. So does that mean I didn't have a good year? Yeah, but I also think that like healthy, as we've learned, is a very subjective word. Absolutely. You know, and that's what I mean, like when people say healthy, I think unfortunately what most people mean is the thin ideal. Sure. You know, physical health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. um, But we know that health is just like anything else. It's complicated. It's subjective. It's subjective. It depends on the person. Um, For me, like you talk about like PCOS, blood sugar. I have high blood pressure too. Like throw it all in there, girl. Um, You know, for me, like I take my blood pressure medication. I take my my blood sugar, uh, my metformin, I take my medications and uh, my birth control or whatever. And that, those are things that like help regulate all the, all the things that I I deal with, you know? And of course, like, you know, I'm, I'm an intuitive, I'm trying to be a better intuitive eater all the time. And so like, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not eating like, you know, a million donuts a day because it doesn't make me feel good. Not because quote unquote, the food is bad. It's got nothing to do with the food being bad or good or whatever. It has to do with, I mean, well, all food is good. I'll say that all food is good. And so it has nothing to do with the judgment on food. It has to do with how it feels in my body. I think the bottom line that we're trying to get to is no one else can tell you what health looks like for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't don't know what another word would be besides from health, you know, because I I do think that because it carries the connotations that it carries, Mm -hmm. it it makes people go to these places of like, well, I'm never going to be, quote unquote, your version of health. You know, so I know there's another word. If somebody else knows another word that's better, great. Use whatever word works for you, too, yeah, also. doesn't matter. You know? doesn't matter. Um, but I think that, so yeah, whatever you need to do to function the best for yourself, you do it. Yeah. I mean, and that's where I think for me, taking my medications, going to the doctor were things I didn't do for a long time because I didn't, I was ashamed. I was told, you know, oh, well, you're fat. So if you lose weight, it'll solve all your problems. Um, but in that, and because I felt like there was something wrong with me, I never went to the doctor because I, I didn't want to hear over and over again, there's something wrong with you. There's something yeah. wrong with you. And I was never in a place where I realized, oh, I can, even if I, you know, even if I, if I have these things, like there are medications I can take, there are things I can do that will make me feel better, you know, make me have more energy, make me feel less bloated, things like that. And, and, you know, so it's not about weight loss, which is what they always turn it into. If you, if you're a fat person, um, it really is just, just about feeling like you said, like we were talking about before, more yourself. Yep. And that's, and you, you know, and I feel like wherever you are in your journey, it's good to know that you, you, well, you have, if you need a, if you need permission, you have our permission to take care of yourself, whatever that, whatever that means for you to be the most you that you can be mm-hmm. healthy, unhealthy, whatever. Hashtag new year, more you. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. Well, um, I appreciate this discussion that we've had today because mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, every year I always dread the talk about New Year's resolutions and all of that mm-hmm. bullshit. And I feel like this year I've um, been able to be um, more 
in a better place to kind of reflect on what that actually means and what it means for me. And yeah. you're a part of that. Like having you here to kind of talk through it with me is really helpful. So thank you. No, I, appreciate I feel that. the same way. Thank you. Um, I'm just really excited right now because um, this is going to be a great year for this podcast. Yeah. We have some just like such good things like i don't want to like oversell it but like such good things on the horizon such great interviews coming up such good interviews amazing people we're gonna do some really cool events this year we're gonna yeah just a lot's gonna happen and we're really excited to share the journey with you yeah i know i know it's kind of like you just want to like vomit up all the things that are going on (laughs) but truly it would be a rainbow and sparkles vomit yeah i mean we're truly trying to figure out more ways to um just expand the reach um trying to figure out more ways to um you know just be ourselves more us yeah and um yeah i'm i'm really excited for 2019 i'm really excited for the people we haven't i mean i know we're gonna meet more people we're going to do more interviews. We're going to have more conversations. We're going to go places and it's going to be great. And so much of it, like we don't even know what's going to happen, but we just know it's going to happen. Thank you. Seriously. From, from all that we are to mm-hmm. everyone who listens, everyone who engages with us on social media, everyone who's given us feedback, everyone who's, you know, sent us an email through our website. If we've gotten back to you or not, we try to. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah, the the amount of gratitude we have is is hard to put into words. And we're so excited to do it with you again this year. We love you, fat faces. We love you so much, fat faces. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.